If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? UVX10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's EUFY.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best in class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Creep Main episode. You've Am reached I right? us, two of us together yes. in a room, and one of us not. Cassie's in the studio. Jen and Sophie are in West Cork. Oh, holiday. we're in West Cork. And, okay, Cassie, for starters, it's not a holiday when you are outnumbered by children. Stupidly, we had six adults, seven kids. It's desperate. The whole holiday was people hiding it's from un- all the other it's people. It was unspeakably painful like, at um, times. Did you ever play sardines when you were a kid and one person hides and everyone tries to find them? This is the game. And when you find the person, you get into the hiding place with them. Oh, yes, this was yes, just yes, like yes. one protracted week-long game of sardines among adults, like just trying and trying to not be with the children. Yeah. It was and great. the ones that were drinking, were everyone, apart from Sophie, are now hitting... This is day six of incredible amounts of drinking. And um, yeah, like a rollover with children. It's just a next level thing. I tell you though, I took a half like, a me last night and I had a great time. <laughs> uh, just me. Bottom <laughs> line is, we're having a great time. Every, everyone's in bits. We're in West Cork. Something guess. exciting happened today. Okay. Can you okay, guess? Reporting live from the front lines of West Cork. What Tell do you me. think happened, Cass? Take a guess. Who? You were creeped by a, a famous creep. Well, here. We did way. the creeping for once. We creeped a famous creep. The you know infamous creep. 
Come the, on. The creep with yeah. the capital T, capital C. Yeah. Izzy Bay. It has to be Izzy Bailey. Izzy Bay. Yeah, it's Izzy yeah. Bay. He's so our Bay. We fucking went down to Bantry. And there's a there's, on a mission. Yeah. Well, we thought. Did you go out? You went. You went with the purpose to discover him. No, the market was there, right? Jen's line. And okay. we were like, straight off. That's Ian's a lie from be Jen. There. I'm going to read the transcript from the WhatsApp group. Uh, our our holiday WhatsApp group is called Nature's Douche. I will not explain. It's best not. And we were sharing some information about where we were headed for the day. Yeah. Jen just says. Just got parking in Bantry, hitting market on hunt for Ian. Oh, right, I forgot I'd written that. Now, 1,300 yeah. hours. I wrote, cool, we're about five minutes away at 13.11. Jen wrote, just met Ian at 13.14. <laughs> it took Jen four minutes it to locate right and accost the accused murderer. Got out of the car. I come here. Straight Tell into me. Tell me, how did it go? What did you say? I I just, I got into, you know, it's a very tight, uh, you know, when you're in a market and you're going down one of the sides and you're in a stream and I was in a stream moving past him. And so I just had an excuse me as I frottaged the side of him and moved along. Grazed his buttocks. And then I found Sophie appeared with all all the gang and I was like, gee, I'm just after seeing Ian. And she said, right, which direction? And she took off. Jen was like you just passed him so then I double back and um, under the guise of buying a um, book about Celtic mythology I spied him he seemed to have a little kind of um, sort of a, a sycophant attached to him like a dangleberry do you, do you see that guy kind a of, young guy yeah young young looked kind of like uh, you know West Cork hipster artist not a not right, a it's right. just gross but even little... the body language it was very lick holery wasn't it 100% I couldn't hear them but I could I was damn sure that he was literally saying may I rim you I love your poetry that, you, you didn't the, the young guy was smoking a rolly absolutely Unblinking eye contact, staring lovingly, 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 adoringly up. Now, things escalated and Jen doesn't know this yet because I wanted to tell her to get a real time reaction on the podcast. So. What happened? Okay. (laughs) I don't know how to say it. What did you do? Well, I knew that this would be controversial, but okay. We'll just see how you think, how you think. Okay. What do you think I said? So. Did. did you did you interact? I interacted. Did you say hello, Ian? Okay, I I'm said I said more than I'm that. I'm Sophie White, best-selling author and voice talent. I said I'm a creep, <laughs> just like you. No, I didn't. What? I didn't say I'm a creep. What I did was right the first time I double back to check Ian out. Do you remember I said this? There was a couple of tourists there with a book, a slim volume, must be Ian's poetry, must um, be. or a transcript of his very misguided civil suit against uh, the Irish police. And he was fucking signing well, it. Well, he was signing it like an autograph. That's so sick. Sophie, did you get... No. I mean... No. Did you? You're really... You're really gonna hate... You've just froze! Okay, hang on one sec. Okay, she's unplugged her headphones and she's moving to the corner of the room. She's taking from the creep tote. Oh, God. He signed the fucking creep tote, Cassie. No, I am Sophie. shook. Is, this is bad. Is this the worst thing I've ever done? 
I mean, this is this is. I don't know how to take this, Sophie. I would not have allowed this to happen. Did he realize Sophie. that the bag said the, the creep dive and had an ape drinking a long stem glass? Is this the worst thing I've ever done? Did he write slay on that? Or slay away? It does look like he slashed it with a pen. He slashed it with a pen. Now I'll tell you what it looks like. (laughs) It it looks like Sophie voice talent, best-selling author White, trying to forge the signature of Ian Bailey. Is it? Did you? Yes, you I did. did. Oh, did. thank God. Oh, oh thank God. It was... Because part of me was like, I think it might be brilliant. But no. But no, exactly. No, I was really concerned. That was like poo butter level of concern times 20. You know, I actually later said, was I like, was will like, you not be really over. offended when they totally believe that you did this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like honestly I think I've I've lay, I've made my bed in terms of like creep levels so can you believe you know, it now though, I must that we you know, today I really did think about it I will Bad. be honest I yeah. thought about it and I, and I was like oh it's kind of like it's terrible it's like it would be like doing the Ouija board like it would literally be life damning soul damning yeah. darkness but those people are doing it willy no that's bad. And how the fuck do you... That's bad. That? I just lied about it. That's fine. It's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> do you like my Ian Bailey signature? Kind of. I basically the... started writing it and then was like, oh, holy shit, how am I going to do this? So the as you can see, I wrote Ian Slaley. Ian Slaley. <laughs> anyway, that was terrible. Sorry, yeah. This is all I'm the bad the taste. Per usual. But it's just, it's just so fucking odd to see him walking around. What? Well, alleged, accused. Alleged, sorry, accused. Murderer. But I mean, he's absolutely loving it. Like he's there to be seen, and like that young guy that was sitting beside him was part of his a fan. Oh yeah, a fan. Harim. Uh, all right. Um, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's you know. Is that a solicitor's letter, guys? I'm just going. <laughs> no, probably not. No. I am just going on a nice, chill family holiday to cycle on my bike i'm not gonna go engage with the murderers <laughs> the you accused know, knowingly alleged the accused. alleged accused never convicted except in france so accused so a convicted murderer is what we're saying he was convicted. an apparent murderer uh, was he convicted in france now he I was think, yes. he was he yeah. was convicted in france uh, yes. listen, he has let's been quickly move on before france. anyone gets sued so Cass, what county are you going to Waterford. What's happened in Waterford? I have told I have told the two of you in person on the phone, honest to God, I would say at least twenty-two times this year Mm. that I'm going to Waterford Mm. to cycle the Greenway Mm. on the August bank holiday weekend Mm. for literally three days and it just doesn't it it doesn't resonate in your head. But where are you going? But where? Where? (laughs) You're gonna go to Loftus Hall? It's close. Yeah. It's and co- she was never heard from again. So I've got an inside I've got an inside um track into Loftus Hall. I told you again, something I, I told this. you about. No, no, I yeah. knew. I remember. I don't remember who. What? She lost her virginity there. Loftus Hall. The Loftus yeah. finger. To a ghost. The, the Loftus hymen. Mall. A good one. <laughs> okay. Uh, go on. Do you want to hear some creeps? Yes. 100%. So guys, um while you were away, and I've been unsupervised. Um, I've had some more cosmetic procedures done. So. Come on. Had my eyebrows tattooed. Don't know if you can <gasps> oh, see them through excellent. Zoom. Oh, they're excellent. Getting close. Getting close. Yeah, come they're, closer. Yeah. 
Oh, excellent, oh Cassie. Oh, my God. I was all against this, but they look a It's like there. a yeah. Renaissance painting up there. That's real. I went to the lady... I went to the lady who does Joanne McNally's eyebrows. Fabulous. Um, oh my God, those Highly hands. Recommend. Those hands little have touched and touched Joanne McNally. Yeah. Stunning. Little gorgeous, little singular oh, hairs etched onto my face for the rest of my life. No. And then I also had uh, more Botox this time in my armpits so that I never sweat again. How has that it been has to working? Come out somewhere, surely. Yeah, it just gets no, pushed out it elsewhere. Just, you pee it out. You just piss out the toxins. It just stops your muscles from producing sweat in your armpits. Maybe on the underboob, but I don't have tits, so I'm not really concerned about that. I'm sensing a new nickname. It's brewing. Come back to me. Dry pants. Cosmetic Cassie, because I'm working on totally, totally remaking myself out of plastic and therefore never dying you want i probably can't get in the sea because i dissolve at this stage would you like us to stop you if we if it's looking if you're like getting into too far you know sorry i'm very clear if you're no, getting into share territory as much as we love yeah, it like she's share. 105 so like she looks great she truly does i'm actually i'm actually older than jen i just have the face of a child and the eyebrows of a star <laughs> <laughs> okay so, you're I wanted to tell you a story about, I was thinking about other cosmetic procedures. I'm not getting them done, but thinking about them, researching them. Anyway, it's a new passion project of mine. And I came across what is one of the most dangerous surgeries that anyone could go undergo. Ass. The Brazilian butt lift. Ass lift, yes. Ooh. Yeah. A trail of corpses. So, Shut a, up. A trail really of beautiful, hot, curvaceous corpses. Hot. Arsed corpses. Buoyant. Imagine, <laughs> I would, if I had died by ass surgery, yes. I would request an open casket. But instead of the top bit being open, I'd want the bottom bit being Face open. down. Face down. Fucking pert. Fucking. Uh, yeah. Want to chew it. Chew or that ass. Like a burial at sea. Um, <laughs> just ass. Buoyant. Rest of dead body folded underneath <laughs> behind. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like we should start fish. like, in, and instead of creating busts of people gone by, we should be, ca- be creating, be making like little rumps and, and mm. having them in Stephen's green mm. of the best asses <laughs> that were people literally, an ass to die for quite literally. literally. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about a few stories of people who've died getting their asses done. And then also a popular Brazilian plastic surgeon known as Dr. Bum Bum, who went on the run after one of his patients died, right? So his name was actually Dr. Dennis Furtado. And he had been administering injections from his apartment. Mm, um, he had, he'd amassed over 650,000 followers on Instagram because he was known as one of the best Brazilian butt lift doctors. Um, Best Hence when he got the nickname Dr. Bum Bum. No, just in general, like he was just, he was good, right? Quick question. Um, Brazilian butt lift. Is it because you're trying to achieve the arse of a hot arse Brazilian or is it because it originated in Brazil? Well, I think it originated in Brazil because Brazil is where a lot of these deaths have taken place. But Florida is the world capital of the Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> And also Can we call Turkey it is like the European lift from here on in. <laughs> bum bum lift. Um, so Dr. Dennis uh, was administering injections into 46 year old Lillian Caxillo and she became very ill on his presumably kitchen table, oh. leading him to just dump her at a hospital <gasps> and he went on the run. <gasps> 
So she died a couple of days later and he was at large for four days before he was eventually caught by the police. Um, the Brazilian Plastic Surgery Society said that he was not actually a trained plastic surgeon and in a statement on their website it said procedures should never be carried out in private homes and it warned against the use of a synthetic synthetic resin known as acrylic glass filler oh, for anesthetic God. purposes which is what I he mean, was injecting into people's arses. It seems like it's going to be a hard ass. Acrylic yeah, glass so the, filler. Yeah. yeah. But the typical um, window. <laughs> there's a couple of different like ways way you can get a, a bum bum. Stained yeah. glass arse. Uh, large. Large, rotund, arse bouncy. Large. Um, a, a, there's a couple of different ways you can get a, a bum bum. And that is usually they <laughs> remove fat from one part of the body and inject it into the ass, right? Uh, or you can get like the fillers <coughs> put, into, put into the ass. But up until this year, or up until last year, they were injecting, just fucking injecting wherever they could get them in the arse. Kind of like when your man was doing my Botox in the armpits yesterday. It's just like, do 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 There's no rhyme or reason to it, or so it felt, right? Now, was it, was it painful there, Cass? No, just a little, little, no more, like, you know the way the face is really satisfying. eyebrows tattooed on, that's true. Yeah, they did, the the outline of the eyebrows kind of, do you know it didn't hurt it makes you need to sneeze which is uncomfortable but then your face gets numbed and you can't feel them at all and sure aren't they well worth it and i'll have them now till i'm dead um you're dead no, you definitely won't you'll need to that was a brave them. that's a brave move like it's essentially a face tattoo i to be honest with you it is a face tattoo and i thought to myself this might look ridiculous when i'm 90 but then i thought to myself there is no way i'm surviving till 90 with this level of stress in my life like 47 <laughs> over and out had a great time. Live fast, die young. In the aftermath of your corpse. bum bum lift. Bum bum. Mm. So, Furtado defended himself on social media saying that he'd performed over 9,000 bum bum lifts and that um, this one death was just, yeah, this Lillian's death was just a, a once off fatal accident, right? Sad. <laughs> but this has happened loads of times. And recently it happened to this massively famous person that I've never heard about and could not find many details about on the internet and found this just really fucking weird today. This model called Jocelyn Cano, who was an Instagram influencer and model from Mexico with 12 million followers on Instagram. Wow. Never heard of her. Place. That's what I was going to say. She's like my called... friend Poe is Brazilian and oh, like God, she's please. every time I'm like, oh yeah, this influencer, like she's got 825,000 followers and Poe's just like. <laughs> so does my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so does my mom. Because like <laughs> a mid-level influencer in Brazil has like 4.4 million. That, she's struggling. Crazy. Yeah. So 12, over 12 million followers Jocelyn Cano and in December of 2020 she was getting her third bum bum lift um <laughs> when is that a she, bum 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 that's a bum 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 and this whole scenario is just entirely bar. so to put it into context Jocelyn being a very big model had a swimwear line so she there was a couple of instagram pages you know 
exceeding millions of followers on each but her swim brand is really really popular obviously in Mexico um so her family initially didn't confirm her death the news of her death broke on Twitter when a fellow model tweeted OMG Jocelyn Cano died in Colombia getting surgery that's wild she looked so good already prayers with her family she was so sweet um so everyone was like sorry what if she she hadn't looked good then it would have been obviously justified necessary surgery (laughs) omg joseline cano's died peach emoji um so (laughs) obviously fans were like what the fuck like where is this super like what Is, is that really how we're gonna find out that she's dead so her family didn't come out i think because of things the family took over the business and because they didn't want to I don't know, for whatever reason, like alert people to her death or alert people to the fact that her death was as a result was a result of the surgery. They never confirmed her death. Instead, fans were just able to watch a live stream of her funeral on YouTube and the caption of it. It was it was streamed live from a family funeral home in Riverside, California, which was where um, Jocelyn lived. And the caption just read, Jocelyn entered this life on Wednesday, March 14th, 1990. And she entered eternal life on Monday, December 7th, 2020. Um, mm. So her social medias it's all went really spin, quiet on the 7th of December. Yeah, on the 7th of December when she passed away and then stayed quiet until her family just picked up their so- her social media and started managing her accounts again to sell swimwear. So now oh, when you go God. onto her Instagram account, there's just all these beautiful ass pictures of her and <gasps> swimwear being no. like, live life to the full. And like, what do you think of my little Hashtag bikini? YOLO. And click link in bio for latest trends. Oh my it's God. so bizarre. And sorry, Selling the, the two pieces the from the other side. Space between she, her death and December. the next ad that, was wrong. about about 15 weeks so too it's really ramped soon. up again in the last well it yeah so like soon. yeah i would say 25 way too would be soon the kind of threshold 25 weeks and then a tasteful yeah. post mm-hmm. ease back in. but they're probably they're probably worried about the engagement going down because she hadn't posted from the afterlife um, <laughs> can i ask a question so, is are the deaths being caused by like them bleeding out on the operating table or your man's kitchen table no is it like so sexes? No, the death is, there are stories, there's a terrific story from a one woman who wished to remain nameless about um, how she got a Brazilian butt lift, a British woman who went to Turkey and when she came back, her wounds got infected and she was leaking pus out her ass yeah. in all these different spaces. Yeah. But I didn't want to go into detail about that. No, the death is caused from, um, it's when the fat goes intramuscularly into the body and ends up in the arteries. Oh, no. So a piece of fat travels to the heart or the lungs. Oh, and uh, this woman I'm going to tell you about now, a British woman suffered three heart attacks oh, when she God. went to get her bum bum lift. No. Um, like, and it I wasn't d- like, oh my God, my heart at the side of my new arse. Is there any exercise you can do to achieve it? And is it hard? I mean, a couple of squats. Like, who cares? Would you really be that focused? If you did two squats an hour. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I'm a bad babysitter. Got my well, like, boyfriend if you in see, the shower. I don't know what? why. These are, like, these, are, these are huge arses. Like, these are not arses you can achieve through natural means. These are like... Go on to Jocelyn Cano okay, okay, and look see. at her Instagram. We've navigated away. You keep talking. You keep creeping. We're, We're just having um, a quick look. So, 
In 2019, this one's really sad. There's a British mother of three called Leah Cambridge mm-hmm. who went, saved up six and a half thousand pounds to go off to Turkey, the sort of like I mean, cosmetic surgery cheap. capital um, to get why, her. It's white. Sorry. It's that for you travel. You'd want to be sitting on a lot of money. You guys have frozen and that was funny. Um, <laughs> so... She saved up all her money to go to Turkey and um, she had seen the operation advertised on Instagram and was keen to have the work done after becoming a bit paranoid about her body. Um, but she wasn't fully aware of the risks of the procedure. So um, she she went ahead. Anyway, had the same thing happened. A, blood, a piece of fat traveled into, oh, her, into her harder lungs, had three heart attacks oh, and she died. Oh my God, um, that is... Her mother, Teresa Hall, told an inquest that she traveled to Turkey with her daughter on the night of August 26th in 2019 um, after the procedure was booked through a company called Elite Aftercare. Um, she said they were given documents to sign but not talk through the risks of the associated surgery and they were kind of pushed through in a rush um, and signed the papers quickly to get the um, to get the procedure done. Jesus. So, all desperately tragic. What yeah, year again. was that? Was it before or after Jocelyn Carno? Before. Okay. So Jocelyn only died in it, December. If she Googled it, she might have kind of. Jocelyn was only 30. What age was the mother? But Jocelyn was also on her third, her I second third. or third. So we're Brazilian scrolling through. Some said second, some said third. We're currently scrolling through Jocelyn's um, Insta here. And yeah, there was definitely no need for a third, I would say. Absolutely no need. Yeah, she was there. Um, I'm trying to like get a post from around December when she died. Because I, uh, I can't. There is one on the 7th of December that is just like having a great day or something sad and tragic like that. Like we're obviously she's not she's not announced her own death. And then there is no announcement of her death. They just Hashtag go back into project. regular posting. Yeah. So All to be revealed soon. God, that's bad. God. And so, like, uh, this is an incredibly dangerous surgery that seems to be on. I mean, they're still performing it. Well, so in 2017, the death rate of a bum bum lift was about one in 3000 people, which is quite high, high for any type of surgery. Um, and plastic surgeons were kind of saying that like most procedures when they first come out have a little bit of a bell curve where people do really well because but when the masses start to ramp up complications go up explained one doctor Mendita from a study that I started reading about bum bum lips earlier on <laughs> um, and then they sort of figured out right so at the start it had a one in three thousand mortality rate um and when liposuction first came out, that had a one in 5,000 mortality rate. So it seemed like it was pretty, pretty normal, right? Okay. But in summer of 2019, after several deaths, the Florida Board of Medicine issued a rule that um, regulated uh, Brazilian butt lifts, stating that any doctor who injected into the muscle would lose their medical license immediately. So it was a wake up call for surgeons uh, and surgeons in Florida who are responsible for about 60 to 70 percent of all BLLs performed in the US. BLL, that's just what we say in the cosmetic um, <laughs> bum bum lift. Um, so that kind of changed matters. So they stopped injecting 
the filler into the muscles and now the mortality rate is about one in 20,000. Okay. Um, I noted that the, the, since they stopped injecting fat into muscles, the mortality rate has, has fallen massively. So there you have it. So if you start talking about that, should we intervene? No, because they seem like Um, Yeah, no, I think that's too invasive. See, the thing is like, I really like, uh, cosmetic procedures uh, i think that like i probably have like a, a a body dysmorphia but also a fear of change so <laughs> i'm getting like these sort of it's, it's cosmetic true. procedures sure. to to subtly enhance myself rather than outwardly do it so i don't want to actually look any different just never sweat again and never have to fill in my eyebrows or put this also i feel like you know the way the goalposts change over years like at a certain point we were all like oh my god botox and then it was all like, oh, my God, I just got Botox on my lunch break. Yay. And I feel like that, you know, the bum bum lift could go the same way. We're here. We're like, people are dying. This seems not worth it. The bums look, you know, uh, it's kind of anthropomorphic. Looks like there's a, some kind of thing back there that, you know. And then cut to like eight years time. We'll be like, I got the Brazilian bum bum just after the school run there. Yeah, no biggie. No big. Check out my rear. Except the rear, quite big. Literally massive. Yeah. Like, like an, in an unnatural height. She's frozen again. Uh, our internet's coming and going. The bums do look tasty, but I feel like pretty bad saying that with all the death. They do look kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, like like your one Jocelyn we were just scrolling through. But very They do look like great arses. But also the thing about arses Can we blame is the Kardashians for this? There it's yes. the big arses I mean, we we can blame them for their influence on it, but like it's just it's just culture and anti culture. Like we're just in a period where curves are sexy again. Like this is, you know, it, did Marilyn Monroe inspire the Kardashians? Like, um, I think that, you know, you can blame the patriarchal beauty standards if you want to blame men. something. But uh, it's always men. Men are to blame for everything. I see. But um, the thing about like doing a cosmetic arse is, and this is what has worried me about my brows, is that these things go through trends. Mm. And like, imagine I had tattooed the 90s, <laughs> skinny brow <laughs> actually which i'm sure so this, i'm sure actually. loads of people have because at yeah least i mean this fill it out. you could yeah you could plug yeah plug should up. we i return? mean if, if a bushy brow if a bushy brow goes out of which fashion will eventually i'm gonna look like a pervert you already you're already <laughs> halfway there um yeah. thank you for that that pass. was incredible okay buckle in you're very you welcome because i've got a thing to tell you about stuff that's relevant right now because I'm going to tell you all about Michelle Smith. Remember her? Fucking yes. Olympic champion I of do. the world of Ireland? I do. Are you ready? 1996. No, I just chilly fingered my eye. Oh, it's dirty. I also held up the frig finger position for some reason instead of the eye rubbing finger position. I'm now, sorry. Work, use that pain. Use the pain. And put it into your. Can we tell Kathy um, how this initially came up? It right. was an unfortunate comparison. We were talking about celebrity comparisons. We were, and I was like, "Oh, one of mine is Michelle Smith." <laughs> your comparison. Well, well, it's the hair. It's the hair and yeah, the speed in the water. Well, that's it. <laughs> the body of a dolphin. So <laughs> and the tampering with your urine. Exactly. I just the body of a dolphin, <laughs> arms of a T Rex. <laughs> guys. Why? What do you have to do? Woo! 
our internet jumped and Cassie vanished. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. That was the best. I told you. Mag- <laughs> ventriloquist, magician, same sort of field. I hear she's back. Where? She's back. I- Sorry, my headphones died. I tried to tell you, but you froze at the same time. Okay, you ready? Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, first of all, huge congratulations to the two men who won the rowing. Yeah. Gold for Ireland. Fair play, Paul fair play. They'll be delivering on gasness forever and ever. Very close so to where we, we are. Can They've been doing great. Up on that. And the women's fours yeah. who came and got a bronze medal. Fabulous. Well done. Uh, yeah, we don't. And Brenton Highland. We don't do well at the Olympics because we're the, an uh, island the size of the of a pea. It's because our drugs aren't up to much. Well, it's true. Now, here's another thing about Michelle. She's now a barrister. Okay, so there's a few things. Just, I'm just going to be careful here because the story did not go since researching as fo- like I remember things entirely different. In fact, wrongly. For instance, yes. Yeah, yeah. This is a real yeah. um uh this is a real Mandela effect thing because I remembered it that her medals were, were uh, taken away. Re- re- were yeah, were stripped and, and that, that she tested positive for drugs. But that's not in the story. On both counts. Yes. She yeah. has your the medals and the podcast. She was never yeah, and drugs were never found in her urine. So let me give you a let me give you a bit of a story. Okay, I found a brilliant article on Swimming World magazine. Ooh. Which was, they were niche now. You could have pretended yeah. to completely have compiled this yourself. We would never uh, have found it. Well, no, I won't because it's because it's too specific about and it's very and the, then the, beneath the article there's comments. Oh, anyway. we're tasty. Okay. I love it. Can I play some of the commenters? So, I'm just going to tell you a bit about what was interesting about Michelle Smith was that by the time she got to the Olympics, she was considered sort of geriatric in age. And she didn't have this huge career, with, you know, behind her the way some other athletes She'd just did. taken it up and hadn't stopped talking about it. No, exactly. Right, right, so Jen. here we go. Between <laughs> 1988 and 1992, so that's Seoul and Barcelona Olympics, uh, Michelle represented Ar- Ireland in seven individual events right never however advancing it out of the preliminary heats okay so pretty good but not a plodder yes a plodder yeah and like not to shame her she's like a fabulous swimmer that's great uh she uh her best finish was 17th in the 200 meter backstroke and backstroke very tricky very i don't like Mm. when the water kind of goes on your face so yeah this is, so where are we here? So so Smith, Michelle was then a 22-year-old, right? Uh, sort of, it's saying in the article, right, inconsequential in the international stage. She hadn't reached, which most Olympians would around that age, kind of dizzying heights. So she, on, she, she, she then was kind of very good, very gifted, but maybe not good enough for Olympic levels then. And Maybe a swimming like, coach. Exactly. So, Which is a great life. Exactly. So if, right, so she was pretty insignificant in terms of the, the races in 1992 Olympics. Uh, but the same cannot be said for the Irish woman by the time the 1994 world champions in Rome right, rolled around. 
So at this point, she was training with Dutchman by the name Eric, Eric de, de Bruyne. Do you recognize that name, Cassie? Oh, yeah. I do name. recognize that name because yes. that's her husband. Yes. So Eric. Uh, so you're, you know, you're talking to an Olympics fanatic. I didn't know that. A very, yeah, it's a very hidden part of my personality. Ooh. I am obsessed with the Olympics. It only kind of comes been up every four it. years. <laughs> it comes up every four years, except this year it has She's been like five years, but again, another three. So, right, here she was, Michelle, training with Eric de Bruyne, who went on to become her husband, but at the time was a two-time Olympic discus thrower who had been handed a four-year ban uh, for a failed doping test now eric also has a few interesting quotes as well so anyway michelle and eric married michelle take the drugs is that one of them (laughs) (laughs) they married in 1996 and uh but it was eric had this kind of interesting view of doping right but he also had a big career in the olympics and was a professional in a sport and if the reality here seems to be that drugs are rife lads yeah. One and in five yes. Olympians, they reckon, at the moment is doped. That's a lot. That's right? mad. Yeah. They, I think they reckon only one uh, cyclist in the Tour de France isn't doped. Yeah, exactly. So here's a couple of words. Like, I think now... people should get extra points for doing this shit when they're high. It's super impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I think all, there, what there should be is like a kind of parallel competition among the team doctors administrate yes. administering who's got the best drugs who's got the best drugs exactly drug bet you all the doctors are like to kind of like you know doping bros no, and they're like oh did you see uh, they fucking are so. did you see I just uh, the thing made that bloody dolphin lady win four golds and also right she's let's not say a bloody dolphin you're an Olympic she's an uh, Olympian you're an Olympic champion your body is a temple you're on a system you're taking various supplements that are illegal and blah 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 your coach is giving yeah. you all of these you you're drinking doctors. the blood of Christian babies like I'm sure a lot of people don't necessarily know. I'm sure there has been the case that people have been doping without their own knowledge. Now, Do you know in early Olympics, they didn't have the kind of drugs technology, but they did used to uh, curse each other. They'd write threatening hex. notes on little hex letters and hex them. Unacceptable yeah. bullying. And pray to the gods that something had happened to them. Very similar to Tonya Harding. So listen, Eric made the fatal flaw of talking about this in sort of a Wally-ish manner. So he's quoted here saying, who says doping's unethical? Who decides what ethical is? Oh, I love that. Is politics ethical? Is business ethical? Nobody's Sport claiming that, Eric. Is, by definition, dishonest. Some people are naturally gifted. Others have to work very hard. Some people are not going to make it without extra help. And you feel like, yes, you've described sports, but... <laughs> I mean, where's the dishonest, you know, if it's the case that you need additional help, it, it might be the case that you don't belong there. <laughs> yes. Like and performing at that too level. Much help. You need yeah. to go back. You need too get much help to be theater. javelin throwers. That just is why we're not professional javelin throwers. Yeah. Or just enjoy really, you know, going okay. in that fast lane in the swimming pool and getting pissy with people who are going too slow in the fast lane. Yeah. That's okay. where maybe so, you can so take Michelle that and Eric had hooked up. They were married. Yeah. In Things the grand tradition. Took trainers and an unusual leap 
for Michelle in Can terms of this, performance. I which the whole trainer athlete romance. I never look worse than when I am exercising rigorously. I know. So it's amazing that it's constantly happened. And the chlorine alone would <laughs> in the hair really dries the situation out. We've seen never mind <laughs> the below deck situation. Just kind of a Brillo pad down there. It would be. Okay. Right, here we go. So the two of them get together. Things really kick off career-wise for her, right? Very, Which is very unusual for a woman of her age. She's now mid-twenties. And uh, she went, Michelle went from 26th out of 32 competitors in Barcelona to winning the consolation final in Rome. Uh, so her time in the event dropped by 11 plus seconds. Ooh, okay, guys? This is, which is an eternity. In, yeah, because we're looking at like measurements of a fraction of a second wow so that's a lot it's like she stuck a salpadine up her arse and went into the pool and went went with the fizz oh yeah gone yep a fizzy a fizzy fizz coming out of her bum anyway she flew it and there was also like there was a good deal of change in her body during that time as well which was noted by other competitors and there was a lot of sort of chit chat and allegations from other competitors, which I think there always is anyway, because there's just a bit of green-eyed monsters happening, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's That'd Michelle. That'd be Victorian again. Rolling. <laughs> it's a very difficult sport. <laughs> You're basically submerged in a hostile environment like eight hours a day. Fair play to But yeah, she was kind of like, yeah. kind of getting broader, bulked up in the shoulder and things yeah. like that. Well, there's a good few quotes of other swimmers who, who around the time who were like, she's on drugs. And that's their allegation. <laughs> Do you think like when they're not competing, are they like just going around chewing the jaw off themselves? Kind of massive pupils just petting strangers and Drug- hugging different trees. Do different things. Okay, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> I don't think. He- Oh, maybe but like imagine though, whatever you're taking to go to shave eleven minutes off your time, it's you'd be fucking buzzing the rest of the time oh absolutely like her house to live spotless. I'd say she's cleaning through the night she's never in the fucking thing she's just in a swimming pool <laughs> morning, to, morning to noon right here's Gary O'Toole two times Olympian for Ireland said it was a complete metamorphosis regarding her, her look so I thought he was describing Gazi I remembered he says has been had been round feminine carried excess weight uh, but Jesus alright Gary rein it in but some so Gary said, I looked at her and said, my God, what have you been taking? Uh, So that's just Gary saying that. And uh, no shade, Michelle. Here's the other side of the coin here. Um, Again, we have to remind everybody that she never tested positive for any banned substance. Uh, So there is no proof of this happening. So So people who aren't totally familiar... Oh, sorry, Michelle won four Basically, gold medals for swimming in the 1996 Olympics. I think it was four. Wasn't it three in a bronze? It was three in a bronze. Three in a bronze, also, It yeah. was basically that they found she had tampered with a urine sample. I'm getting there. Yeah, okay, cool. cool. I'm yeah, getting yeah. there, lads. Right, so where was I? So, notable progressions, and let's roll in to the Olympics, 1996, right? Michelle Smith was 100% on her way to winning medals at this stage. She'd won various championships on her way. She was smoking everyone in the pool. And uh, the eyes were on. In terms of us, I'm sure I'm not alone. Did you watch? We all watched it. It was fucking unbelievable. 
Oh was, no, I was a Fairweather fan. Oh, listen. Never heard of it. I rewatched some of the. Until I, I heard we had some kind of gold in a sporting really? competition. Oh, oh well, totally, yeah. yeah. I was watching the OJ Simpson trial. <laughs> so, where are we? So, there was. Look, competitors were all talking smack, but they were talking smack about everyone. And Michelle took to the waters and blew <laughs> everybody away. <laughs> Dolphin mode engaged. <laughs> And she's picturing her slithering in while they are all doing. They were like, "There's been a change in her body. She appears to have a tail." Uh, oh my god! I think we should flag oh this. Oh my god! Has anyone seen Warus? War Warus the movie? No. With them no. fucking. Oh, there's a few people shouting at their phones. Perhaps at this moment, I won't even cut this. Okay, up, right. So, aside from a 19-second improvement within the year, right? 19 seconds! Oh, That's my God. There was insane. A, which is really drawing attention to yourself as well. Like, mm. you think to yeah. yourself, if you were, if you were doping, uh, what I would do is do the gradual improvement. You know yourself. It's like when you're cheating down. and you don't do it a perfect That's it. cheat. That's it. But, as we've seen before, they can't fucking help themselves they I'm not counting Michelle Smith among Lance Armstrong but like Lance couldn't keep it in his pants he was like no. I have to come back from cancer I have to win seven times in a row like he couldn't you I'd say everyone was pleading with Lance to just tone it the fuck down a little bit mm-hmm. like we're literally funneling you know the, the I don't know the fucking blood of infants into your veins man we don't need this attention give it a rest but they get fucking so high well that's it because the times were so unbelievable the attention was on mm. the country was behind her there even before the olympics there did seem to be a there was a rumble in the jungle mm. like eric had this history oh yeah uh there was the jealousy naturally and there was the tale so it was legitimately <laughs> an unusual situation. Now, anyway, she got in the pool. It was dynamite. The country, everyone was up in the stands. We couldn't fucking believe it. Have you heard? It was unbelievable. Then she went on to be congratulated and meet President uh, Bill Clinton. There's some great photographs of that. And she'll have that now forever. You can't take that away. <laughs> And uh, where do you display that in your flourished, life? Right. She th- okay. What what have we got? Bathroom. Here? Third gold medal in the two hundred meter. Then a bronze, like you said, Soph, in the two hundred meter butterfly. And her final race, very difficult. I mean, it's a full body very flapping difficult. motion. It looks yeah. totally spine breaker. We did very well in the. We did very well in the Olympics two hundred meter uh, men's butterfly this year. I'll have you know, Brendan Good Highland. Did it in one minute fifty six or fifty seven seconds, and the world Dip. record is one minute fifty two. Wow! He's from Knockline. Yeah, now we didn't make <laughs> Shut it. Shut the, the top fuck 16. up! He's from Knockline. He lives on my road. Yeah. yeah. Oh, listen. Who is he? From Knockline. Satan himself. From Knockline. Well, that's it. Okay, lads. So here we He's are. He's moved Michelle. out since, but he was. <laughs> Michelle's fine. That's Satan. Brendan she- still lives on the road. I think I'm right in saying the Olympic champions are all regularly tested and they like to do surprise tests as well. Mm. So everything got went fine. Medals were won. Everybody clapped. All going well. A huge success. And she went on to complete, compete immediately after and continue on her streak. So she, all the way through though, there had been, a, uh, she had been difficult to test. You know, she was busy. 
she didn't have enough piss. Mm, this slippery. Is carry on. On slippery. Several she needed to be constantly submerged. <laughs> <laughs> On several occasions, drug testers had been unable to identify the whereabouts of Michelle. And uh, this kind of carry on. And she was, it seems to be alleged that she was pretty unwilling to cooperate with the doping procedures. Mm. Um, and this sort of way to act suspicious was, was a concern. Uh, but she was mm. definitely eligible to compete. And uh, she went blah, blah, blah. So, I'm really enjoying the idea of the drugs test has been a boom. I know. Well, this is what happens. It's like right? springing out of the so shower when she's taking a piss. So, world championships were, were were unfolding in Perth, Australia. Uh, Michelle went, had a car crash and she was absent from the competition. Uh, but doping officials decided to collect an out-of-competition test, mm. which does follow normal procedure, apparently. So when the doping officials arrived to Michelle's house in Knockline, uh, they were forced <laughs> to stop at her padlocked gate. So eventually Michelle walked down the driveway to unlock the gate and she let the lads in, the testers. So over the course of the morning and with Eric present, um. the testers tried to obtain a urine sample from Michelle. So... Uh, Eric initially indicated that the couple were set to travel that morning. Michelle didn't have time to produce a sample. Uh, the tester said, look, we'll travel with you. We'll come and just be there when she's ready to go. Wow. So in two separate instances, Michelle provided a urine sample, initially filling the test file shy of the necessary, necessary volume. thimbleful. Yeah. Then the second time, the famous second time. Mm. So she handed back the little vial of piss. Do you th- were they sitting around between times, do you think, for like two to three hours, just yeah. water loading or whatever? Jesus. Mm-hmm. The conversation. So second piss comes back, gets delivered into the hand then of the testers. Immediately, the waft of whiskey is evident. Shut up. Did no, they actually say that? that? Yes. It was oh, noted. Oh my God, it was fully... You could smell it. Yeah. So the officials, the doping officials recognized the smell of whiskey emanating from the sample. The officials uh, had Michelle complete the appropriate paperwork, file the sample. And in April 1998, it was revealed that Michelle faced a suspension for not a failed doping test, but tampering with a sample. So the amount of whiskey found in her piss there, had she have, had she needed, like, let's say, you would had she just pissed out the whiskey? Had she done that, she would have been a dead person. There's just no way, you know, that way that would just be an inhuman. Like, had she drunk enough whiskey, whiskey yeah. to, to produce turn her with piss. that high up enough yes. quantity of whiskey present in it? Precisely right. That fluid would have been leaking out of a corpse. Yeah. So, uh, so then in 1998, in August of that year, she was banned for four years for tampering with doping sample. She appealed the ban. But the Court of Arbitration for the Sport upheld the penalty. And to this day, she maintains innocent innocence. And actually, what's interesting is she's she had never done any press since, really, to speak of, until this year when the rowing lads won gold and she released a few statements congratulating them and, uh, and that kind of stuff. Aww. So she's absolutely, she, there's been no, you know, she said, I am an innocent person. And she said here, I'm deeply saddened by the decision of the Court of Arbitration for Sport and in particular their decision 
to uh, prefer circumstantial evidence concerning the manipulation charge as distinct from direct evidence given by me at the hearing of my appeal. I today stand accused of having used banned substances over the course of my career and that was the motive found by the court as to why I would have attempted to manipulate the sample in question. I reaffirm and have always told you that I never used any banned substances in the course of my career, nor have I ever been charged uh, of the using of any banned substances. I am proud of what I achieved. I assure those who have supported me and believed in me that my victories in Atlanta and Seville are not hollow and have been achieved without any, without use of any illegal performance enhancing substances. Both I and my husband have publicly have been publicly attacked and vilified by uh, various sections of the media and public since I won my first gold medal at Atlanta Olympics. And that makes me deeply unhappy. I still oh. believe that I have been targeted by FINA, that's the body, sports body, uh, since my Olympic success. And I believe that and believe that I am even today correct in that view, having regard to the disclosures made. OK, look. She's saying here she's innocent and fuck me. She's been fucking written out of her history. You know, like Richard Chambers or was it the other one tw- tweeted Gavin a picture of, of Gavin or maybe it was Gavin of the, you know, Olympic Irish winners through history, including Michelle Smith. And there was Twitter shite flying around beneath kind of saying she needs to be removed and blah, blah, blah. But that's not absolutely not the case. She has her medals, yeah. never were removed, no proof of doping. She, whatever about the whiskey and the piss, like she was charged, that does seem to have happened. But that's not the same as doping. And did, did they ever put a, forward any kind of like uh, explanation for why? Who put the whiskey, whiskey in, the, in piss? the piss? Or like, was was she trying to disguise something else in her piss? Well, that's what it looks like. And that's what she said there in what the statement. Would it be? That, because you, you're, well, that's it. Well, that's why she was found guilty, I'm sure. They were like, well, why did you put the whiskey in the piss? Yeah. Any, any theories, guys? Well, it, it, it's all Maybe alleged. she would have been exposed as being a dolphin. Well, that's another <laughs> thing. Very yeah. possible. I mean, it is yeah. cheating. Dolphin piss, significantly inter, different to yeah, uh, human Interspecies, not, like a, not, not a, like a non-full human uh, competing in the human Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed. So anyway, that's Michelle. So listen, the, the swimming world here on swimming world magazine they are like some comments in support maybe she started doing what the rest were already doing resulting in a level playing field all this sanctimonious crap all athletes are at it says anonymous another anonymous says thought there was no other than michelle who was on irish swim or blah 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 anyway so that's very interesting isn't it Mm. Do you know what's very sad as well is that there's another Olympian, uh, a two-time Olympic gold medalist for competing in um, what appears to be softball, also called Michelle Smith. And I bet she gets a hard time. Right, I'd say she does. Because two Olympic winners, that you'd be taking some heat there. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So best of luck to all the other Olympics uh, champions. Maybe we might have a creep dive, Irish creep dive listener training right now. We're behind you. And if you, you know. So behind you. And it's good to be there. Creeps for Olympics. Yay. Creeps for Olympics. Creep Olympics. I've been loving Every it. Every week is the Creep Olympics. Yeah. 
And poor old Michelle Biles there. Bloody Nora as well. Simone Biles, Simone yeah. Simone Fair fucks to her. Fair, do you think Cassia? Absolutely. That seems to be the... the oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Standing up and saying, do you know what? The pressure is too much. I'm going to let my team down if I continue like this. I'm out. Did you see what happened Fair there as well? So she reckoned that there was two uneven bars. Do you know her, Simone Biles, the US... She's probably the best gymnast to ever exist. She's the best gymnast in the world. She, yeah. she does yeah. the floor work stuff, doesn't she? She does it all. Yeah, yeah, I remember her She big, does all, she does all the things. Okay, the, yeah. So during her training, she was, you know, the two bars, the uneven bars. Mm. There was some misalignment there, I think, is, which is what I read, which caused her, there was, oh, I wish I could remember the name. There's a phrase they use when you become sort of lost in the air. <gasps> Twisties is what they call it. <gasps> and then you lose... The ground, you know, you could really hurt yourself. Oh and God, I think yeah. she had a bit of twisties and she was like, fuck, that's shaking me. Had a funny landing and said, I can't, like, that's not, I'm going to really hurt myself here if I, yeah. I'm just totally thrown now. But she was, she was in the, yeah, she was competing with a team for, for one event. And, and, you know, she's, she's competing in a rake of different events. You know, some of them go over and they do their own races and then their relays and whatever else. So she was doing team stuff. But even when she did her, she did her artistic gymnastics on day two, she had a bit of a stumble mm-hmm. and to come up and say, look, I can't take the pressure of this. I'm, I'm taking, I'm stepping out of some events for my mental health is fucking admirable. Yeah. Yeah. Very Go Simone. much respect that. Yeah. Listening to her, mm-hmm. herself and her intuition. Yeah. And not just kowtowing. And the pre- the pressure, pressure must, must be, be just enormous. Yeah. You cannot imagine it. So there you are, my ladies and my lads. Will I give us a like cheery little mini creep to, to see us out? Could I piss? Yeah. Or is it just ridiculous? No, go for it. Do you want to start? Yeah. Start yeah, the creep. On. I'll just tell Cass. I'll just do a little piss She'll love it. Hold on. You will Hold love on. it, Cass. I'm going to tell you about the origins of the phrase shit-faced. <laughs> ah. You probably know. I don't. Ooh, do you know what? I've just gone on Twitter and Sophie is trending in Ireland. You guys. Chatting away Probably. about me. This is my final. Finally, it's happened. Cancellation. Imagine it was Ian Bailey being like, I met another Sophie today. Sorry, that's really important. It's, that is Cassie. Sorry. I hope for your sake that you edit that out. I'm disgusted. Let it be on record. I'm disgusted. Um, oh my God, where is my tweet? Where is my tweet? Hang on. Ba, 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 ba. It's coming. It's coming. I don't know if you can hear the actual volume in this house. I can hear some children in the background. Sounds interesting. It's the hour of beat the living shit out of each other. And it's a Bad daily memories. hour. Comes around every 23 hours. And uh, I usually hurt my voice screaming at them. But yes, anyway. Uh, okay, so will I, um, I'll give you this now. This has come to us by way of a committed creep, Blaheen. You can find her at Being Blah um, on Instagram and Twitter. And she's fabulous. She's a comedian. Um, and... Uh, also, uh, yes, anyway, um, she's, she's directed us to this, right? So this Twitter user called Liam, um, Sintaha, at Sintaha, um, says, So was nobody going to tell me that 150 years ago, 6 million euros worth of whiskey flowed through the streets of the Liberties due to a fire? <laughs> 
And so many people were just supping it off the road that 13 <laughs> people died of alcohol poisoning. No, the one that's one too many. Jesus. And yes, this is the birth of Diageo. No, the one that's one too many. Nobody died in the fire. But 13 people died just sucking booze up off the ground. Okay. It was 150 years ago in Ireland. Life was shit. Life was shit. People needed their sh- to get shit faced. Um, so anyway, uh, it was called the Dublin Whiskey Fire. Took place on the 18th of June, 1875 in the Liberties single night. Um, there was uh, people, apparently the river of whiskey ran six inches deep uh, and is said to have flowed as far as the coom. They were probably administering it as an anaesthetic to some of those poor bitches. Um, yes, uh, people dying from alcohol poisoning and um, now this is annoying me because I had uh, gone into further um, further exploration but closed the tab for it. Isn't that wonderful? Basically, uh, I'm just quickly typing it in. What a professional here. Is this um, part of the shit face thing? Yeah. Have ever said that? Oh, I yes. See. So basically, they, there was obviously in 1875, you can imagine... Uh, sanitation disaster just oh. ever so slightly shitter than right now um, and so for god's sake where did I see this shit face thing um, people were praying nuns were praying profusely <laughs> for sparing them from the river of whiskey um, people living by nearby were alerted to the fire by sounds of squealing pigs um, who were caught in the fire. Delicious in the end. <laughs> like a whiskey marinated pig. pig. Oh, I mean, sad, yes. Uh, indeed. Um, this is absolutely enraging me because no. I can't find my reference to the... Let me just see if it's something else on this. Search Maybe Google put shit-faced after the... Yeah. Nearly positive. Sorry, there's there's illustrations as well, which are sensational. Yes, this Mostly. is the London News depicting the fire, and I mean it looks like a combination of inferno, lot of staggering males in the foreground, and what does look to be like a kind of a deluge of liquid and a single hose and a single hose, and um, so. I'm going to fucking find this. Oh, yes, here we go. Uh, it is stated that caps, porringers, porringers, and other vessels were in great requisition to scoop up the liquor as it flowed from the burning premises. And disgusting as it may seem, some fellows were observed to take off their boots and use them as drinking cups, reported the Irish Times in what I believe should be quite a condescending tone. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Have you never drunk out of a shoe? I mean, for fuck's sake. Um, what was the result? Eight men were carried in a comatose state to Mead Street Hospital, 12 to Jervis Street Hospital, three to Stevens Hospital, and one young man to Mercy's Hospital. They had more hospitals back then than, than they, they do, do now. now. Okay. Um, and even though um, these numbers do not represent the entire of the persons put hors de combat by the drink, this is obviously a phrase of the time, um, <laughs> 
put out of action, I think that might mean. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, 13 died. And among, for fuck's sake, I'm putting in shit-faced. Yeah. I did Google not straight, make straight this up. up. I am nearly positive that it was something like, you know, there was just like the, the excrement of horses and cattle. Oh, yes, of course. It was Reddit. Reddit. Thank you, Reddit forward slash Ireland. Oh, it's today I learned. Um, okay, yes. I hate this. That's so annoying. What do you remember? Just to guess that it was that, that it was like shit faced yeah because they were down face to shit gotcha and you know happily drinking um, and the shite would have run freely along the streets of it might have been that the gutters you remember in the olden days probably back then you know you'd have your shitty piss pot up in the bedroom oh yeah and you'd fuck it out the window yeah. and it would go into the gutters and they do this kind of guttery like swash out of the gutters, so maybe the whiskey ended up in the gutters, which it would have definitely, and uh, along with the shit and piss, and then the people drinking it became shit faced. Yes, completely. That must, have been it. must be it. And also, uh, it does. It seems worth saying. There's a really good joke here, which I'm going to tell. Um, <laughs> it does worth saying that it was like very high alcohol percentage in this whiskey. I see. The, practice of like diluting whiskey apparently came in later anyway this guy on reddit um i forget passwords 4321 has um just nailed a lovely little little giggle here for me my uncle died at a whiskey distillery in the highlands of scotland terrible accident he slipped in and fell into a vat of 12 year old spayside witnesses say he climbed out twice to urinate before <laughs> drowning <laughs> <laughs> his co-workers tried to save him but he fought them off bravely somebody else has added I heard they cremated him and he burned for three days <laughs> it is so good so good very good anyway that is the well, that's what origin that episode. is potentially the origin of the phrase shit based or I might have Let's just roll with been it. having a waking dream but anyway that is a good fucking sum up of uh, Dublin in the 1800s I would imagine look guys that was a Beautiful. delight uh, Cassie you're off on your holidays it was lovely to see I you am. Great to creep. Bye. it was great to creep we... you're frozen again oh, I'm just saying you're off on your jolly pops. We will be home. We'll be like ships in the night. We'll see you on Thursday, Cass. And you'll hear from us again on Thursday if you're a patron. Aha. Uh-huh. If heard you me. want to become a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash the creep dive. And you will receive a stylish lawn chair Larry tote. Yes. Designed by the one and only at Dark Bloom Illustration, a.k.a. Jennifer Sullivan. Not signed by Ian Not Bailey. Jennifer O-T-W-Y-E-R. No. Oh, yeah, we should totally. That would be fucking that would hilarious. Be a good auction. Auction please. the forged Ian Bailey for signature obviously. for charity. And that will cleanse you. Yeah, and you'd have the honour of receiving my fully loved to death tote of Travis, my knitting bag. Um, But yes, go to Patreon. There is over a hundred extra episodes of every variety. Live Zooms, audio. There is Creep to Creep shows. There, ah, it is 
Honestly. A beautiful place. Access, only yeah. fans. I was about to say access to our only fans. Yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you. Please consider it. It would be great. You also keep us going. So if you'd like to keep here in the mains, that's a way to support. Yeah. And uh, if you don't feel like it, that doesn't fine. matter at all because we're creeps at heart and we'll keep going. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we love you. Okay. Thanks, guys. Chris. Kathy. <laughs> Bye, Kathy. Kathy's out. That was great. Bye. Bum bum. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.